This episode is brought to you by Educated Wanderer. The world is a book and those who do not travel read only one page. When you're driving home, running errands, or picking up the kids, are you operating on autopilot? Does life feel like it's slipping by as you drive the same roads, go the same places, see the same things every day? Disconnect from the routine and reconnect with the world around you. How? Read, travel, and learn. Educated Wanderer offers a unique travel experience by combining the excitement of the travel with value of learning. At Educated Wanderer, learning is both purposeful and fun. To experience the full impact of culture and historical immersion, Educated Wanderer offers a carefully selected reading list to accompany your travels. Toward the streets of present-day Spain while walking in the footsteps of its past with the book Ghost of Spain travels through Spain and its silent past. Appreciate the aesthetic of Italy with knowledge learned from everyday life in ancient Rome. Bring your newfound sophistication to the UK after reading about James Bond in The Man Who Saved Britain. Each educated wanderer trip is unique in its own way. For every exciting road trip abroad, Educated Wanderer offers an equally compelling education to help you see the world around you with new eyes. Join them for upcoming journeys to Italy, Spain, Iceland, Germany, all booking now for 2019. Visit Educated Wanderer for details and get set to escape from routine as you read, travel, and learn. Once again, that's educatedwanderer.com. Go ahead and check them out today. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door curl up to grab it and then disappear when he came over to me dude he slithered over to me and this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen and he starts running and firing at this giant but the giant moves got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg and I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling it. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. To the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I am your host, Tony Merkel, and thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. That's theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the connection section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Now let's get right into the Art Bell iTunes five-star rating and reviews. If you go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review, you get a shout-out on the following week's show. And this week's shout-outs is The Hulk 88, Nate6194, Bluegrass Pat, Jarman88, Hope11314, Master Steve from the UK, Coop Dog1981 from the UK, JPD6261 from Australia, and Track. 400m from australia thanks a lot guys for doing that it really does help the show out a lot this past week we actually reached number five on natural sciences and we reached number 22 on science and medicine so it really does help when you guys do these things and i really appreciate it let's move on to the patreon shout out to anybody who goes to patreon.com forward slash the confessional and signs up to become a patron you get a lot of different rewards with that plus you get a shout out on the following week's show and this week's shout outs is brand w joseph c william m and kimberly m thanks guys 
guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. We're getting really close to 200 patrons. And once we hit 200 patrons, we're going to do a raffle for those 200 patrons to get free stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash the confessionals. Now this week we have Hannah coming on and Hannah actually shares a bunch of different stuff that she's experienced. And it seems like she feels that there's something following her throughout her life from place to place that she lives or visits. And she describes seeing this black mist that appears in her room and she feels like that thing right there might be the source of her problems. So let's get into it right now. tonight i have a great guest coming on i have hannah hannah how are you doing i'm good how are you doing Tony? Uh, i'm doing well i'm doing well we uh we connected here because you are in nevada but you've had experiences mm-hmm. in it do you pronounce it nevada or nevada it's supposed to be i think it's supposed to be nevada so if you say nevada around around any nevadians here They'll probably beat you up. <laughs> I'm just saying, they won't beat you up, but they don't like Nevada, so we say Nevada. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I always say Nevada, but then when I'm talking to somebody who, you know, like that lives there or something, I always wind up saying the wrong one because I overthink it. So Nevada. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> you you grew up in California, you moved to Nevada, and... Uh-huh you've had experiences in California and Nevada, and it seems like, for lack of better terms, something's following. And uh, so if you want, just start us off in the beginning uh, with California. How did this all kind of start out for you and just kind of walk us into the situation of what you've been experiencing over several years? Okay. All right. So I believe it happened around... June, it was either June or July back in 2010. We had moved into this house, and the neighborhood was kind of where, um, like, a, it was around a big field. And when we first moved in, um, like, the first month, everything was okay. Um, I didn't really hear anything, but I always did feel just very, like, scared to be either in my room or my mom's room. I never liked being alone, but everywhere else I was fine. So um, I want to say like the second month or yeah, I'll say the second month, um, me and my sister, we shared a room because I had um, other family in the other room. So me and my sister were sharing a room and um, she always fell asleep. So I would stay up. I don't know why I was just always, I, I always stayed up. And first thing that happened was I started hearing like just noises up in the attic. It would sound like, like shuffling noises. And I try not paying, I try not to pay too much attention to it, you know? And my mom would always say, Oh, you know, the house is settling. I'm like, okay, okay. And then a few nights from sleeping or being in my room, my sister once again falling asleep and then I started hearing two, like two men having a conversation. And I tried listening, you know, trying, because my sister was asleep, so everything was quiet. I tried listening, and it didn't sound English. It sounded like just like a foreign language. And I tried thinking maybe it's the TV in the other room, but the, it sounded so clear. It didn't sound like it was coming from the next room. So I was like, okay, no, it's not the TV. And I was trying to think maybe it's my neighbors, but it was really late and it was during the week. So everyone was asleep because they had to go to work. So I'm trying to listen and I, yeah, I just couldn't understand. So it did really scare me because it sounded like it was coming from my closet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is true. Like there's something in my closet. I'm like, mom. (laughs) So um, I ended up just ignoring it, fell asleep. And then next day comes, nothing really happened. It it always usually happened at nighttime. It was rare that I would hear footsteps during the day. And if I did, it was either because I was home alone or I just had my sister with me. But um, I had asked my 
sister if she even heard anything. She said, no, I, I, you know, I never wish you these footsteps. And I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe it's just me. You know, I didn't, I never really told my mom about it because I didn't want her to like, not freak out, but I didn't want her to think I was crazy or something, you know, but she, all she would tell me was just, oh, the house is settling, the house is settling. And I'm like, okay. And, um, nothing ever really happened to me. It was just the noises that I would hear and it would just really freak me out. And, um, so I know I had mentioned this to someone. I forgot who I had mentioned it to, but I did tell them that, um, you know, the, the, the men that were talking, you know, it was a different language and, um, um, right by the house that I used to live in, we have uh, a high school. And I've heard a lot of stories saying, oh, yeah, that, that school was haunted because it was built over like the Indian burials. And, and I'm like, maybe that's, you know, that's what I was hearing. It was, you know, um, to like um, men from Indian tribe or something like that, you know, talking because that's how it, it kind of sounded like that. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe my house is built over, you know, Indian burials. So that one kind of freaked me out, but I didn't really understand it too much. Um, I started watching that show, Ghost Adventures. I don't know if you've heard that show before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> I was watching this one episode, and they were talking about, um, like, the Indian tribes there. They weren't very, like, um, I don't know the correct word, but they're just, they're just very bad to like mess with. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Now this is starting to make sense. You know? And at first I didn't really know anything about ghosts. I didn't know anything about, you know, any of that. So yeah. So it really did freak me out. Um, let me see. Oh yeah. And then, um, I, I was asking my mom, you know, how long have we been in this house for, you know? And she told me that we were only there for a few months, but, I felt like we were there for so much longer. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the only thing that would really happen in that house was just the noises up in the attic, walking back and forth. And yeah, so that one, oh my gosh, uh, that one really scared me. So we ended up moving out that December. Uh, yeah, December of 2010. And we Can then I, moved into. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I I just wanted to ask you because I know I'll forget to ask you this later. Uh, with the with the voices that you heard, did they mm-hmm. sound Indian? Did they sound like almost like Native American uh, sounding, or or could you just not yeah, really tell? See, it was well, I couldn't really tell, but it did. Like I do remember, it did kind of sound kind of similar like that but i'm not for sure if it was you know that type of language but when i heard that that it was built over indian burials i i was like thinking maybe it is you know native american i I, or yeah i'm not sure but okay yeah i just i just it just wasn't english that's all i know i just yeah i couldn't understand it yeah and that's the thing i i've i've heard you know obviously i've heard those kind of things before. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm always curious to see if it's a language that, you know, you recognize, you know, you've, you've heard the dialect before, or if it's something that is totally foreign because, you know, you don't know when these people died and it say it is a ghost of somebody, right? Um, yeah. let's just keep it simple and we'll just say it's a ghost mm-hmm. of somebody that, uh, you don't know, you know, when that person died and, you know, the language that they spoke, maybe it's a dead language now, you know, it's very interesting to me yeah. because, you know, I don't know. I mean, do, do ghosts learn languages as time moves forward to be able to communicate with the people of today? I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, you know, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but I, all I know is that I really didn't understand it. It wasn't English at all. So, you know, I just thought maybe, you know, it's, it's that. Okay. Well, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, let you, I'll let you uh, kind of take us into the moving process here. Okay, sorry. Um, so we moved out um, that December in 2010. Um, 
I forgot how long we lived in this apartment. Nothing really happened in this apartment. Um, there was one day, it was just me and my friend. It was just me and her alone in the apartment. Um, I think I was in the room and she was in my mom's room. I can't remember, but we were in different rooms. Um, out of nowhere, I hear Hannah and it was a woman's voice. So, or like, yeah, it was a woman's voice. And I was like, I called my friend and I was like, hey, did you call me? And she said, no. And I'm like, are you sure? And she said, yeah, no, I haven't called you. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just me. You know. <laughs> so I go back to what I was doing. She goes back to what she was doing. And then I want to say like a few minutes later, she comes into, she comes to me and she was like, Hey, did you call my name? And I said, okay, no, like, this is kind of freaky. I'm like, I heard my name. I thought it was you and you heard your name and you thought it was me. <laughs> so, and yeah, that, that was just, it was strange, but nothing really exciting happened in that apartment. Um, mm-hmm. but that was the only thing. Um, yeah. And then we had moved. Yeah, I forgot how long we stayed there, but then we had moved again. We moved in the same apartment complex, but just to a bigger apartment. So that's when things started to get really, really freaky for me. So um, me, I had my own room. My sister had her. My sister had her own room, so I was sleeping by myself. Um, I don't know how long we were in there for until it started happening, but I started waking up two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And then it started to just be three o'clock in the morning that I would be waking up. And I did look up. I, I, I know I had one on the internet and I was like, how come I keep waking up at three o'clock? And then when I read what it had said, I was yeah. like, Oh my God. Like it, it scared me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. like, I don't even want to be by myself anymore. I'm, I'm going to sleep with my mom again. <laughs> yeah. It, it t- I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. But I, you know, I just tried ignoring it, you know. So um, one night, this was my first time I ever had the sleep paralysis. It started with off with a dream. I was dreaming about something. And then I had woken up, but my eyes were still closed and I couldn't move. I was just, it was like, you know, I was paralyzed and scared me to death. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how long it stay, it lasted for. But it, it felt like it lasted for a long time, but I want to say maybe 30 seconds. And once I got up, once I finally like woke up, I was like, oh my God, like what the heck was that? It scared me. So I ended up sleeping with my mom that night. <laughs> um, next night, again, ended up having the sleep paralysis. I'm like, what is going on, you know? And I had this for about three nights. It, it happened three nights. Um, I. I think the fourth fourth night, I didn't have a sleep paralysis, but I ended up having a dream. And this dream was it was very creepy. Okay, so I was I was just dreaming about like a family like a family um party that I was having in my dream, and hopefully I, I make sense here. Have you ever seen that movie Schindler's List? This is like not part of but yeah have you seen that movie the Schindler's list uh to be honest with you i haven't and i know i should have probably watched it by now but i haven't i know what you're talking (laughs) about though okay um so in that movie they have they had put a little girl and okay so the movie's black and white um and the little girl that they had in there she was the only one that was in color she had a red coat and they they did that so you can like see i have i don't know how to explain it but I hope hopefully you know what I'm trying to say. Like sure. they they put her yeah, they only put her in color so you can like, you know, have a better I guess feel about the movie. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um but in my dream, that's how it kinda was. There was this man in a black suit. He had no eyes, no nose, just a mouth. That's all I saw was the mouth. Everything else was just black. And he kind of just stood out. I always saw him, but I never paid attention to him in my dream. But I always noticed that he was there. So in my dream, I, you know, conversating with family. And then I ended up going or walking away being by myself. And from the corner of my eye, I see that man in black again with no face. And out of nowhere, 
it just like it went to just zooming into his face and he was speaking I don't even know the language but it was just so like how do I explain this it, it was kind of like demon like like I don't know I don't know the language but it, it just it was just very demon like and it, it freaked me out it, it really scared me I'm just like I'm like what the heck I woke up and once I woke up I took the covers off I looked around my room to see if there's anything in here I ended up seeing this black mist. It wasn't standing like a person. It was like, or it didn't really look like a person. It was just, it was just a mist, a black mist. And um, where it was at, I have, it was by my closet. And then I had these two double doors that were right in front of me. And it was right there just hanging out in the corner. And that, it scared me so much. I pulled the covers over me. And I started thinking, okay, how how long is it going to take for me to take the blankets off, run off the bed, open my door, run into my mom's room? Like I was, I was so scared. I've never seen this before. Um, and yeah, I go into my mom's room next morning. I was like, mom, I have to tell you what happened. I had this dream. I ended up seeing this thing. I don't know what to do. And when I told her that, her face, like she was just like in shock. She's like, what? And she was like, okay. You need to take out all the scary movies that we have. I'm going to end up blessing the house. So while me and my sister were gone at school, she would, she, um, she got sage. I think that's what she had said and just blessed the house. After she did that, I had no more of the sleep paralysis. I was not waking up at two, three o'clock in the morning. Never had dreams like that again. Never seen that mist again. So I'm just like, that's it, interesting. It really scared me. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shaking right now because it, it really did terrify me. I, I couldn't explain it. Uh, and I'm, I started thinking, I'm like, how come this is happening to me? You know, like, I don't have anybody that recently passed away in my family besides my great grandma. But at that time, she was already passed. She was already gone for about five years, I want to say, I think it was. So I couldn't really, you know, figure out why that was happening but i started thinking maybe it's because i was in that house and it just ended up following me you know but yeah that one that one really really did scare me <laughs> oh i'm sure i'm sure i mean it, when you see a mist <laughs> that, that's not yeah. outside it's kind of uh, nerve-wracking yeah right right you know i started thinking like maybe it's just my you know my vision but i ended up having a little a little nightlight and so I could see clearly and nothing was in the nightlight for it to do anything or for it to make that. But yeah, I was just trying to like debunk it basically, but I couldn't figure out, you know, how to debunk it. It, it was just, it was just very crazy. I, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, did did so, this mist, and, um, I'm sorry, before you go <laughs> further, uh, did this mist uh, move at all? I mean, did you see it like moving at all or was it just kind of like hovering in the corner yeah yeah i was gonna tell you that um yeah it was kind of hovering at first but i think like once i had like had a reaction to it it kind of just started moving towards um okay so yeah so it was next to the closet door and then i had the two double doors it was right there and then it started moving towards the window that i had that was right next to the double doors and I didn't see where it went. That's when I threw the blankets off and ran out of my room. I didn't really see where it went. I, I didn't even go into my room that morning that I woke up. I was just so terrified. I, I stayed with my mom the whole time. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm not going back in there. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it, I find it weird that it started. I mean, the way you said it, I just automatically assumed it went out the window. Do you think that's what happened? Yeah. I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think so. Yeah. And, and, um, well, obviously the window is going to lead to outside, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. All I know is that I did it. I wouldn't even go in my room. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to go see. I'm not going to go find this mist again. I'm not going to, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. but I pretty sure it probably left, you know, and then left after my mom had blessed us apartment so um i just find it interesting that you know you you see this mist in the corner and like i i don't know like i, I maybe it's my mind so like 
preset to what Hollywood puts out in movies or something. But I just, I'm like, why wouldn't it just disappear? Why wouldn't it just dissipate? You know, it's a miss. So why wouldn't it just dissipate? Unless maybe, maybe it's carrying some kind of physical form where it can't do that. You know, I have no idea. It's very weird though. It's very weird. Yeah, I, yeah. Because when I you know watch those Ghost Adventure shows, it's like usually it'll either not be there or just just leave. But this one, it stood there. Like, and I was looking at it for a while until you know I I ran up the room and yeah. But once I had made that reaction, that's when it did start moving. But it just never disappeared, or it didn't disappear. So I was just like, hmm, you know, why, why, like. Because usually they don't want you, they don't want to be seen. So I was just like, why is it letting me see it, you know? But I started thinking about that once I started getting really into, you know, like the paranormal and stuff. But yeah, at that time, I was just like, yeah, no, get out. <laughs> but um, yeah, and yeah, nothing happened. And we were there, we were at that apartment, I want to say a year and a half. And after that, yeah, nothing, nothing, any, nothing creepy, at least. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I keep cutting you off, but oh no, you're fine. (laughs) uh, You you just said that you're you're really into the paranormal now. Is it because of your experiences that drove you to that? Yeah, I I, yeah, because I I didn't know nothing about paranormal. I didn't even know. I mean, I know that like the devil was, you know, yeah. But I didn't really think like, oh yeah, ghosts and ghosts can like you know roam around and you know like the spirits and stuff like that. Demons, I didn't know anything about that. And then after that happened to me, I started looking into it, you know, trying to figure out why this happened to me, you know, what it could have been. I even tried looking up the history of the house, but I couldn't find anything. And I think it was, I think it's because. Um, those houses, they weren't new, new, but they were fairly new. So, you know, there wasn't really much on the house. I think that's why I didn't find anything. But I did end up, you know, trying to look look it up, like the history and stuff. But yeah, I, I think after my experiences, that's when I started getting really into it. And I found interest in it. And that's when I found Ghost Adventures, you know, all these ghost shows. So, yeah, I just started watching it, trying to get, I guess, educated yeah educated i guess so in case that does happen to me i know what to do and yeah so (laughs) yeah those those shows uh i always wonder because i mean i used to watch them a lot and stuff i don't really have time to watch anything anymore but Mm -hmm. uh you know when i used to watch them i used to think you know are they giving me good information or information that's going to be for more entertainment purposes. Uh, I always doubted the, like the spirit boxes kind of thing until I started talking to people who actually use them and they're like, yeah, they work. And I'm like, Oh, all right. And then I hear, (laughs) I've heard uh, recordings, you know, where this box is telling specific locations of uh, where these people are asking questions and things like that. It's just like, wow. Uh, yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to make that up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. When they started bringing in the, in the shows, when I started bringing out the spirit boxes and stuff, and then they have like a whole bunch of new technology, which is really cool. Um, but when they first bought that spirit box, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like at first I thought, you know, maybe, you know, it's just, like it's recorded, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. But, but no, like I, I actually really, you know, do think, yeah, it is real. So, and then after my experiences, there's no way that it, it's not real. And I know there's some people that are like, you know, skeptical and I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's, that's fine. You never experienced it. That's fine. But I know it's true <laughs> to me. I, I believe in it because of what's happened to me. But, right. I know there was one time where I wanted to get one of those little recorders and then put it in my room, but I'm like, no, because what if that mist comes back? I'm not trying to have that again. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Like that. I wanted to do my own invest. I wanted to do my own investigation. Like that would have been cool, but I'm just way too scared to be by myself and do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it does take guts, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not really much into the whole ghost hunting thing. 
or talking with spirits yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't be into it doing it by myself. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. But yeah. at the same time, I, I am still weird because I'll go out in the woods looking for a freaking giant monster. Uh, oh, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, that doesn't scare me as much as, you know, and I wouldn't even say it's spiritual. The spirits scare me as much as I just don't want that juju. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that oh, yeah. in my life. I don't want it around my baby, my wife, nothing like that. So I just stay away oh, from yeah. that period. Yeah, that one episode that you were telling me that you, I think it was a guy at your work and you went into his house Yeah, and he gave you the book. I thought, I was just like, are you serious? I'm like, you have a family. Why, why would, you know, why would he do that? And when you were saying that maybe he was trying to get you into, um, like, uh, what was it? Like trying to demonically possessed. Yeah, there you go. Um, I was just like, this this is crazy. Like, no, no, no. That that episode, I was just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, why would he do that? But I just thought that was very horrible. <laughs> yeah, people are rude, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, very, very. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but you um, know, he he uh, he was just. I don't know. One of those guys. And I, I really think that there's still something, uh, let's just say divine going on between him and I, just because he, I, every time I went in there, I went there a lot of times for deliveries. And every time I went in there, he was the one receiving my freight. And I don't go in there very often anymore, but every time I go in there, he is not receiving my freight. And it was only after I connected all the dots that what happened to me that he yeah. stopped receiving my freight. And I, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe God's keeping him away from me because I'm pretty frustrated by it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to have like a, a short fuse when I feel like somebody's walked on me and <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be a very nice person when I see him. And maybe God's just oh, yeah. trying to, you know, put some distance between, between him and I, I don't know, but it's just, I just find it odd yeah. that I haven't seen him since I connected all the dots and I used to see him all the time. Cool. You know, that's good, you know. I, you know, especially with, you know, well, how I forgot how old your son was, but uh, um, six brand, months next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So kind of sort of brand new, brand new baby, but yeah. still, you know, I I just thought that was, you know, very horrible for him, for him to do. But you know, I'm just glad that nothing's going on, you know, in your family with any of that. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, we're. I believe that we're pretty well protected here. Um, you know, I I know what I believe and I'm Mm -hmm. pretty solid in that. Uh, my wife is the same way and we pray Mm -hmm. over our son and I have a lot of people who pray for me on a regular basis because they know what kind of show I have. And they know that I talk to people who have dealt with a lot of the crazy stuff in life and, you know, they don't want anything attaching itself to me. So I got a lot of people praying for me and this stuff is spiritual stuff. I mean, like you're talking about ghosts and demons and all that stuff. That's all spiritual stuff. And if it's spiritual, mm-hmm. well, then prayer is a spiritual thing as well. And so I believe that prayer does work. And that's why I just, I, I, I walk, uh, I walk through my daily life feeling pretty good where I'm at right now. And just, I'm not really worried about too much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That, that's really good. <laughs> I mean, I, I take it serious. Don't go, don't get me wrong. I okay. definitely take it serious and everything, but uh, I yeah. don't walk around scared that something's going to happen to me because, uh, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm prayed up. My wife's prayed up. I got people praying for me. Um, I yeah. think I think we're okay, at least so far. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Hopefully, you know, nothing bad ever happens to you and your family. That sure. would, yeah, that would be very bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. So we, yeah, we ended up moving out of that, that apartment and I think this was, yeah, okay. So we didn't move into a house, but then we didn't stay there for that long. And then we ended up moving to the last house we were in until we had moved to Nevada. And that was 2014, 2015, because I was in my junior year slash going into senior year. Um, so we lived in this house. Um, Nothing creepy to me, you know, nothing was wrong with it until I ended up having, um, we're not friends anymore, but she had moved in and 
her mom was uh, has been deceased ever since she was a little baby from my from what I remember and um me and her shared a room and things started like happening again just just little noises here and there but I didn't pay attention to it it was kind of more like I was used to it because I've heard these noises before you know I kind of just ignore it so um I don't know if this is the first thing, but one thing that did happen, I was in my room and my bed was next to my window, which is on the wall. And I was facing towards the window. I was on my phone, you know, and out of nowhere, I had heard my friend's bed creaking like as, as, like it, as if she was going onto the bed to lay down. And I went to go turn around to be like, hey. You know, once I turned around, there's no one there. And I'm like, what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I was like, what, what, what was that? So I ended up turning around, you know, just so I can, you know, see anything else. So go back to my phone, playing on my phone. Then I started hearing the bed again, as like someone was getting up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm looking at it right now. There's no one there. How come it sounds like someone's getting up off the bed? So. I get off my bed. I start walking, start walking towards her bed to see if I saw like an imprint of someone sitting on, sitting on the bed. And then that's when my friend walked in. Once she walked in, I've heard, um, I've heard things like if you come in contact with the spirit, they can actually make you feel sick. Once she walked in, I felt so nauseous. I felt like I looked pale. Like that's what my friend was saying. She's like, you look pale. And I'm like, yeah, I don't feel so good. I was sweating. I had a headache. I even went to the bathroom to try to go throw up. And I was there for a good five minutes trying, you know, trying to throw up. And after, like, I, I don't even know how, how this happened, but it just ended up going away. I felt no, I didn't feel nauseous anymore. My headache went away. I wasn't sweating. It was. It was so weird. It, it's like someone flipped the switch and it was like, okay, you know, you're, you're not sick anymore. I, I, I couldn't explain it. And I'm like, what was that? You know, uh, uh, it was just weird. Like I went from being sick to not sick. I was like, what the heck? And then I do remember if you do come in contact with one, it can actually make you sick. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is creepy. You know, I was like, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, yeah, that, that ended up happening. And then um, this one, this one, it was very weird. I, I still can't even explain it to this day. Uh, I was the only one in the house. I was in the living room. I had my three little dogs. We were all in the living room. I was watching TV. They were playing. Out of nowhere, I started hearing, um, like, shuffling noises at my door. Once, once um, I heard that, my dogs their ears just stood up. I'm like, maybe it's just someone coming up to my door, you know, like, um, like mailmen, they'll, they'll hang, um, stuff on your door, like on your doorknob. Um, I, I thought it was maybe, you know, a mailman or something. So I didn't, I didn't want to make any noise. I didn't, you know, because I, I don't answer doors to people I don't really know sometimes. Um, and, yeah, so after I heard that, I slowly went up to the door. I looked through the little um, peephole, and once I looked through, it, okay, this, uh, well, okay. <laughs> um, so I looked through. I see this woman. She looked to be, um, I like Asian, long, you know. She that's how this is how she looked. She had long black hair. She had no face, no face at all. And I think she was wearing like a purple or blue shirt and then she was wearing some black pants, but from her knees down, it was like she was floating. It was just, wow. like it was, yeah, it was just like she was floating. And what was really weird is it's like she knew I was going to come up to the door because once I looked through her hand slowly went off the doorknob. And she turns around very slowly, very creepy, 
and she starts it's, it looks like she's walking but she but it's like she has no legs it was just it was like she was floating and she turns around very slowly and just starts walking off and kind of just disappeared around the corner and I couldn't explain it I look I was like I looked at my dogs and I'm like wait you guys didn't see this but what the heck was that you know <laughs> so um, after she went around the corner, I opened my door very slowly to just look around. There was nothing on my doorknob. As you know, like I said, like a mailman putting something on your doorknob, there was nothing on my, on my screen door that I had. There was nothing. And there was nothing on there. So I opened my screen door. I went outside to see if she went down the street or went to the next door neighbors. She was nowhere to be found. Nowhere. I'm like, what was this and how um, how I described her that she looked Asian or Hmong, my friend at that time, she was Hmong. So I'm like, I was thinking maybe it was her mom trying to, you know, visit her or something. And she wasn't home. So it was just me and the dog. And yeah, and after that, nothing, no noises again, no, um, no like feeling weird or anything. I've never seen her again. And yeah, still to the day, I, I, yeah, I can't explain what I saw. It, all I remember, she had no face. She had no leg, really. She was just floating. Yeah. It, it was, it was kind of quick too. It's like she, and, and what, and earlier when I said that it was just very weird, that it's like she really did know that I was coming to the door because once I looked through, she took her hand off the door and and walked and just left. So it's like, maybe she was doing that to get my attention. Maybe she wanted me to see her. I don't know. I, I couldn't, I can't explain it. All I know is that it was just, it was just strange. And I, yeah. And it's weird that I do remember like everything she was wearing. It, it was, yeah, I can't explain it. <laughs> no, I mean, that's really not much to explain. You saw what you saw. And uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody really could have an explanation for that. And I would imagine that that'd be hard to tell people initially because you're like, who's going to believe what I just yeah, saw? Right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I know I did tell my mom, but I don't know if I told her right away, but you know, I mean, she's my mom. Of course, you know, she'll, she'll, she won't think that I'm crazy or anything, but um, I did end up telling her and she was just like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like I saw this person. Like she, it, it was like, she was just, you know, like a regular person. I don't like, you know, it, it's just, she didn't have a face or a leg. And my mom was just like, okay, that, that is kind of creepy. She's like, do you want me to, you know, bless the house again? And I'm like, I mean, I haven't really had any like sleep paralysis or waking up in the middle of the night, nothing creepy. It was just that, what I just saw. That, that was the only thing that was only happening. And she said, okay. She's like, you're okay though. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, and if I were to, um, end up experiencing, experiencing this again, I know exactly what to do, you know? So, but yeah, that, that was the last paranormal thing that happened when I was in California. Wow. And, um, yeah, that, that was, yeah, that, yeah, that one really was like, whoa, I, an actual apparition but it looked so real how long did yeah. it last how long did that whole experience last whoa um like just the, for me seeing that woman yeah yeah um oh my gosh not not even a minute i want to say yeah it was, it was like so quick but she was going so slow but it was quick if that makes sense yeah so she was moving slow, but every, everything that you saw, she was moving. She just was moving, moving slow. Yeah, it, it like it happened quick, but she, yeah, it, yeah, because once she turned around, like she turned around very slowly and then just kind of exploded around the corner. But it happened so fast, like it, it's kind of like, did this really happen? That's, that's like, that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, did this really happen? Because it just happened so fast. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It, it, it just really, it, it didn't, it didn't scare me as much as I thought it would. It just freaked me. It, not, it just kind of confused me as to why I saw her. And um, 
I did end up telling her, um, my friend at that time, I told her what I saw and she was, and she was telling me that, um, at her, at her house, um, she would get random knocks on the door, open the door, no one's there. So maybe, you know, maybe it's just, I ended up seeing her mom. She, yeah, I don't know, but I did end up telling her and she did tell me that that's what would happen sometimes that she would just get random knocks on the door and she, you know, she would like to think it's her mom. But, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I lived in that house for about two years. Then I moved here back in, um, August of 2016. Nothing really started happening until my grandma passed away, which was back in October. Um, the first apartment I was at, um, I had already told you that I thought maybe it was my hamster making noises, but it wasn't. I have this little, um, this like uh, a computer desk chair, or like yeah, like a desk a desk chair, and it does make noises when you move it. So I was getting ready to go to sleep because I was working night. Um, I was getting ready to go to sleep. My cat, I have, I also, I had also had. Yeah, sorry. I also had a cat, but he was asleep, so I knew it wasn't him. Um, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. Then I start hearing my chair move, and when I woke, like I woke up, I turned around because I was facing the other way. I started, I turned around to face where the chair was, and I, I don't know, like I, I thought my chair was more um under my desk and I felt like it was moved closer to my bed but I don't want to say yeah that's what happened because I don't remember but it felt like it was because when you move it it does make that noise and seeing it closer to my bed I'm like maybe it was moved but I didn't feel anything negative I I started to think maybe it's my grandma. Maybe she's just trying to check up, check up on me, see if I'm okay, you know? So I didn't hear any noises. After that, I ended up just falling asleep. Um, and then, yeah, nothing, nothing else really, like, I didn't see anything else anymore. Like, I, I didn't see any mist. It was just noises that I would hear. Um, yeah, I ended up moving out of that apartment. Now, now the apartment I'm in now. It was when I was that first email that I had sent you. Um, I said it was like a few weeks before when I had the sleep paralysis again. Um, when I had that sleep paralysis, I wasn't as scared as I was when I had it the first time. I kind of just woke up and it was more like a what the heck just happened. I was sweating. I was really hot. I had the blanket over me. I was laying on my stomach. and. Um, when I had a sleep paralysis when I was in California, um, that's how I would always wake up. I would have the blanket fully on me, my, my arms up to my chest, and I was laying on my stomach. And this, and when I had woken up, yeah, I was just like, what the heck was that? My throat started hurting, but it didn't, it didn't feel like someone was choking me while I was being in that, um, that little, or in that, like, yeah. In the sleep paralysis, but when I when I finally like woke up, my throat was hurting, and I immediately uh, that I went to the bathroom to see if there was any marks on my on my um, uh, neck or something, but there was no no um, no marks of a hand or anything. But um, my throat, yeah, it, my throat started hurting like as if someone was you know choking me, but it didn't really feel like someone was choking me. It just started hurting. So I, maybe it was how I was sleeping or something or laying, I don't know. But, um, yeah, when, when I woke up, my reaction was way different. I wasn't freaking out. I was more like calm, but I did feel like there was something not so nice in my room. Um, when I woke up, I kind of just looked around the room. I'm like, okay, but I don't see anything. There's like nothing. There's just nothing. But I did feel as if there was like a negative presence in my, in my room. So I, once I, once I got up, 
I took the blankets off me. Um, I had called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, this just happened. I'm not freaking out. I'm okay. But I don't want this to end up affecting my boyfriend. You know, I just don't want it. I just don't want anything to happen like this again. And if it's my grandma, you know, I love her, but she needs to kind of leave me alone because she's freaking me out, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, uh, I'm just happy that I didn't freak out because I was alone because um, my boyfriend was working. He works during the day and I work at nighttime. So I was alone, but I wasn't as freaked out as I was last time. It's like, it was kind of more like, are you serious? This is happening, happening again to me. Like, really? You know, I thought we were over this. Um, but um, yeah. So after that happened, I asked my mom because I wanted to, you know, be accurate. But I asked her when I went over to your apartment, mom, when, when did it, like, did I have a sleep paralysis first before noises started happening or was it um, after? Was it before or after? Yeah. And then she says it was before I had a sleep paralysis, but I don't know. But all I know is that I had went over to my mom's apartment one, one night and she had taken my sister somewhere. I forgot that I was home alone with the animals. Um, all she had was a dog and a cat. The cat and the dog were in the living room. I was playing with the dog. And then um, out of nowhere, my dog just stopped and just went went on like um the like the arm part of the of the couch she sat right on top of there and looked towards my mom's bedroom and i start i heard noises too and i'm like okay come on mia mia is her name i was like okay mia don't don't do this to me like don't don't freak me out and she she just she wouldn't like stop staring i even picked her up trying to get her away went right back to to the um armrest on the couch and just stared and i'm like uh okay so i called my mom up and i was like hey mom have you heard any noises you know in your apartment lately and she was all no i haven't why and i told her what had happened she's like okay well because you know your dog is kind of acting weird she like it looks like she saw something she's not barking barking or anything but she was just staring trying to figure out what that noise was as well and um and then again, like at that, I was calm, you know, I didn't, because I've heard things like if you show fear, they're going to obviously mess with you. So that's what I try not to show any fear because I know, or I mean, I know what they're capable of, but yeah, it, I, it was just weird. Like I just started hearing noises again, um, in my mom's, in my mom's room. So after that happened, I think it was like a few days later. Um, I would always call my mom in the morning once I get off work. She's on her way to work. I'm on my way home and I'm talking to her and I was, and she had, um, she had asked me, what she asked me? I forgot what she had asked me. I think she, yeah, she had asked me about the noises and she was, uh, she's like, have you heard any noises at your apartment? I was like, no, I haven't. Why? And she's like, because I'm starting to hear noises at mine. And I'm like, I'm sorry if, if it followed me, like I'm thinking maybe this thing followed me and now it's at my mom's place. And I'm just like, why, like if something is following me, why is it still following me? You know, like, like, like I'm, I want to figure out like what it is and who it is. I know it's not my grandma because, you know, my grandma, she always went to church, always, you know, she, she was a real good woman. So I know she would, she would have just, or she would have already been, you know, in heaven or something. So I didn't think it was my grandma. I, but I just don't know who it is. I don't know who's following me. I don't know why they're still following me. I don't know. And I would like, I would like to know who it, who it is. But then again, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to end up bringing any other, you know, spirits here because I, because that can't happen. But, um, yeah. I I can't explain wow. it. I haven't heard yeah, I haven't heard any noises lately, um, which is good. But I do sometimes feel like there is something in here. It's just not bothering me. And I think and like from it not bothering me, it I hope it's like thinking, okay, well she doesn't really care, but I'm still gonna stay here. You know, kinda like that. But well, I mean yeah. 
you feel like there could be something still there, just not bothering you. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you okay with that? Or is this something that you just feel really helpless with and you're like, oh, there's nothing I can do about it? Okay. Um, not, not, okay. So I do kind of feel like there's nothing really I can do now because I've had this thing happening to me for so long. It's kind of more like I'm com- not comfortable, but I'm used to it because it's happened to me before. And I know that, um, uh, let me see how it's finished. Um, like, if it, I don't know, like, all I know is that I'm not really bothered by it anymore. And if it's here, okay, but I still don't want it in my house. You know, I, I just don't want it to be around me, but it hasn't really been bothering me. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of just more like I know exactly what to do if things start getting worse again. Um, like the sleep, like when I had that sleep paralysis, um, like I want to say a month now that it that it happened. Um, if it were to be happening again, like it did back in California, yeah, I would I would have done something again to get it out of here. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, I, I guess I'm just like okay with it, but um, I just if it starts acting up again, yeah, I, I'm I am gonna have a problem with it because I don't want I'm like I just hate I hate that it's happening to me, you know, and I don't want it to like affect my mom and my sister like it has right. like it already has, you know. But um, I, I don't know, you know, I, I I'm just not bothered really by it it has you know like it hasn't really bothered me at all so i don't really pay attention most of the time i kind of just forget that it's even here i don't even know if it's still here you know but sometimes i do feel you know like if i come out here into the living room i feel like it's there in my kitchen just staring at me in the corner or you know something but yeah i i'm, I'm not really bothered by it. it 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 doesn't scare me anymore if that makes sense yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely makes sense. I mean, if you're dealing with something for so long, sometimes uh, you do get used to it or whatever. I just, I wasn't sure if it was something like you just don't know what to do or, or what, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really like know exactly how to get rid of it besides getting like a priest in here or something, but I don't think it's like that bad for me to get a priest in here, you know? Because, like, I've heard other stories, like, yeah, you need a priest because it just won't go away or something. But I I don't think I would have to go, you know, that high up to get it out of here, you know, if that makes sense. It, does, it doesn't really bother me. It's just it's just that feeling of having someone staring at you. You know, that's, that's the only feeling I ever get. And um, if I am scared, I don't show it because I know that it'll mess with me more. So... I kind of, yeah, I just kind of ignore it. I, I don't really pay attention to it. Um, when I'm by myself, I do kind of get, you know, just a little yeah, scared. I'll, I'll stay in my room most of the time. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but all I know is that I just, I kind of just ignore it. I just leave it alone. You know, it's going to stay here. It's not going to leave. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting because whenever I used to, because I mean, when I used to be younger and stuff, I used to get a little freaked out of my parents' house when I was growing up there. And, but it was always not my room. That's where I didn't want to be. I was always like, let me just go in the living room out in the open, you know, where everybody, you know, would be if everybody was home and all that stuff. I didn't want to go in my room. So (laughs) that's funny. Yeah, that's that's how I was in that house in California, I hated my room. I would not stay in there by myself. I would only go in there if um, it was daytime. I had the door open and I knew that people were inside the house with me. But I I wouldn't. I hated going in my room. I hated it. I hated the closet. I The closet was what I was really scared of. I was, I was scared to even open it. I would have like my sister or my mom open my closet to get like anything I needed in there. It just scared me. Yeah. But now I'm I'm more like, it's whatever, you know, can't really, I mean, I can do something about it, but it's not affecting me too bad to where, you know, I need to, you know, do something about it. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, sure. So, but, 
I mean, you've had all these experiences throughout your life and, you know, you feel like something's following you. Uh, what are your thoughts on that though? I mean, like, what do you think these things are? Do you think it's as simple as, oh, it's a, a spirit of somebody who once lived? Or do you think there's um, m- multiple explanations for these uh, entities that roam among us? Yeah, um, I've, I have heard that they do come back because they either have unfinished business or they just want to take over, you know, um, when that first started happening to me. Uh, well, when it first started happening, I obviously didn't know anything about it. I started looking it up on what it was. And then I started thinking maybe it was trying, you know, to get into my body, trying to possess me so it can do something, you know. Um yeah, and then now I guess it's kind of just like I don't care or she doesn't care anymore, you know. Um, my mom likes to say that I have a gift because I saw or I've experienced this. I'm like, how is that a gift, mom? I just <laughs> saw something, you know, creepy. That's not a gift. I don't want that kind of gift. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I do think I do think that um, it was trying, you know, to to basically take over me. And, um, I know I'm strong enough to not let that happen. So, and I know I have, you know, protection and all that. So, yeah, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not bothered by it anymore. I, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Hannah, I'll tell you what, I really do appreciate you coming on the show and sharing these experiences and stuff. It's, uh, it's an interesting life you've lived so far and I have a feeling you may, uh, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I feel like you might have more experiences down the road. I feel like you do. And if I do, I would definitely send you another email. I have to come on here again. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you have a good night and take care and keep in touch. All right. Thank you, Tony. You have a great one. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, there are three things you can do to help support the show. One, go to iTunes and leave an Art Bell five-star rating and review. Two, go to patreon.com forward slash the confessionals and sign up to become a patron. And three, copy the link to the show that you're listening to right now, this very episode, and share it around social media. That would help me out a great deal as well. And before we get out of here, I want to let you know about a new podcast called Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. Now you can hear Richard on his podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week, political intrigue, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternate energy, and more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Conspiracy Unlimited. Follow the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimited.com. And on that note, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Bye. But it's like I was too weak to be someone else You think that I'm a creep when I'm singing alone But it's like I couldn't see straight on my own When I fall, it's time again And when I feel like I'm just dead And when I call, it comes again
Yeah! 